Hello, good morning, happy Monday to all you swimmers and swimmers out there. I thought I was going to wake up this morning, check swim swam, and it was going to be a relaxing weekend in swimming where I didn't have to think about much this morning and I didn't, I could just go about my day. But no, Katie Ledecky strikes again. What a weekend in swimming it was. And I am here to highlight what is, in my opinion, the best swim of the weekend, which is Katie Ledecky's 1501 41 yard freestyle, breaking her own US Open and American record by two seconds. She was one week away from being 26 years old. Let's say that again. Her birthday is on March 17th. She is turning 26 at the end of this coming week. And she went 1501 in the 1650 freestyle. That in itself is mind blowing. I mean, the fact that she just went this uh, at all is incredible. She now has seven of the top seven swims of all time. Sorry about that. She has the top seven swims of all time. 1501, 1503, 1503, 1507, 1507, 1513, 1515. Erica Sullivan comes in at number eight so we already knew Katie Ledecky was dominant. We know she's been dominant in yards and meters. Uh, but, you know, she's going best times at nearly 26 in distance events, which is completely unprecedented to give even further context to how much of an anomaly this is. The other women in the top five performers category in the 1650 yard freestyle all went their best times when they were somewhere between 18 and 20 years old and katie ledecky just won a best time in this event at basically 26 years old talk about legoat <clears throat> she is just continues to add to her incredible resume so let's break this race down a little bit let's talk about splits So Katie Ledecky <laughs> swims this race. It's the only race she swam at the 2023 Florida Swimming Spring Senior Championships. Say that five times fast. Um, I, I guess she just wanted to get in a race uh, for the weekend. I'm, I'm actually a little curious as to why she only swam the mile on the last day of the meet, which was Sunday. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe she was feeling bored and was like, you know what? I'm not doing anything this Sunday. Why don't we go swim a casual mile? Uh, maybe that's what Kayla does in her free time. So not only is she out just blazing fast, 520, 146.4, uh, which is pretty solid 200 free time. Just take it as you will. She flips to the feet <laughs> under 430. 4.29.6, and then continues to go 
for her next 500 and then 437 <laughs> for her next 500. So she swims three consecutive 500 freestyles, 429, 433, 437, right? So she does ascend these swim, th these 500s, right? I mean, she you can tell she just went for it and then held on. And we had some commenters who were like, oh man, she really died off at the end. No, <laughs> she didn't. If you're swimming a 437, 500 freestyle at the, at, as your third consecutive 500 freestyle, you're not dying. You're just holding a really, really fast tempo and, and it's getting like minutely slower, um, to give even more context. She was holding 54s the whole way. This is her first 500. This is her second 500. As you can see, 54, 54, 3, 54, 3, 54, 6, 54, 8. So she's getting a little slower. And again, she didn't have that 52.0 first 100 to help her out. And we keep going 55, 1. Oh, man, she's really getting up there in, in time. 55 3 55 5 55 4 55 8 55 0 so she even on the last 100 she still had something coming um you know she comes home in 26 2 she had one 50 in there the rest were just 27s just solid solid 27s so she didn't die off she uh did quite the opposite. <laughs> she went out really fast and then just held it like a champion. So 429, 433, 437 were her three 500s in this race. Let's give some context to that. Three women in the NCAA this year have gone 437 or faster. And that is Erica Sullivan, who has been 435, 8, and the Stege sisters, the SEC champions, who both went 436 to win that, that SEC championship. Three women in the NCAA, three women who are between the ages of 18 and 22, where historically women are their fastest in distance freestyle events, have been faster this season than Katie Ledecky's third 500 freestyle in her 1650 freestyle the more the more we add numbers to this the more i'm just like what the what like what is going on here and we've been watching katie ledecky dominate distance freestyle swimming for over a decade and it's still incredible at how far ahead she is than everybody else she and we've seen you know, we've seen a couple swimmers who are kind of catching up in mid-distance freestyle. She's always been challenged in the 200 freestyle. You know, Sarah Showstrom has been around for a while. Siobhan Howie's coming on. Emma McKeon has been there when she decides to swim it. I mean, there have been swimmers who were really good in the 200 freestyle who have challenged Katie Ledecky historically in that event. The 400 freestyle, we have seen the field catch up at this point. Ariane Titmus has broken Katie Ledecky's world record 
the first person to ever break a Katie Ledecky world record and still the only person to ever break a Katie Ledecky world record. Summer McIntosh, I think, will close, continue to close that gap. She's been 359 in the former freestyle. I think this summer we're going to see her really pop off, and I think she could get down to 357. And we'll see what Katie goes this summer. But, uh, you know, the in that event, I think the field has caught up, and Katie Ledecky set the bar really high, and now people are starting to get there. No one is even close in the 800 and the 1500 freestyle. Long course, short course, it's the 1000 freestyle and short course. No one is even remotely on the same planet. And and I don't want to say no one's even tried because obviously people swimming distance events work really hard and, and put in a lot of effort to that. But people have been able to achieve it in shorter events. People people are nowhere in the same stratosphere in longer events. Example, let, let's break these numbers down. She goes out in 902 in the thousand yard freestyle. Her best time is 859, uh, which she did quite a while ago in 2015. <clears throat> so we had some commenters saying, you know, dude, if she swam the thousand right now, she'd go 856. But she probably could, which kind of hurts a little bit because it's like, Katie, could you have swum like the Thursday of the meet too and done the thousand freestyle, done a fresh thousand freestyle and like popped eight, 856, you know, just to just to update that record, get another best time. Come on. However, I digress. 902 in the thousand freestyle. No one's no one has has been close. No one has come within. 15 or 20 seconds of breaking Kayla Decky's 8:59, of breaking that nine-minute barrier, which is, which is really fast for a male swimmer, let alone a female swimmer. And Katie Ledecky does it while going out for her mile. <clears throat> so once again, her dominance is unprecedented because not only has she been doing it for over a decade at this point but she's still going best times <laughs> she went a best time in the 400 im earlier this year long course she hops in for a sunday swim at a random florida age group championships and goes a best time in the mile uh something she hadn't done since 2017. i mean she's she is getting it and it's awesome to see. So that's the splitting. That's that's the breakdown of these splits. <clears throat> so let's whoops. So let's just talk about what this means and a couple of the implications this swim has. So people are getting really excited about the swim, as they should, because A, it shows that Katie Lecky seems to be in a good place. Uh, she made the move to Florida. She's been there a little over a year and a half now, and it seems like things are going well. She had a solid world championships last year. Uh, and then kind of since then, she's just been steamrolling. We've, we've seen the old Katie Ledecky, um, that's just wrecking it at pro swims. She actually got beat 
at, at the Florida pro swim in Fort Lauderdale last week by summer Macintosh twice head to head, uh, which was really cool to see. We've never seen Katie Ledecky lose a freestyle race in season, uh, but she did. And I think it's, I think it's a good, I think you need to lose. I think you need to be challenged because that's going to push her. That's going to keep her motivated. I don't think Kayla Decky has a problem with motivation anyway, but I don't think that's going to hurt. I don't think her losing a in-season race is going to break her. I think that is going to push her even more, uh, which especially in later years of, of an athletic career, especially when you've had no one to push you for the majority of your career, I think it's good. But she's reckoning it at pro swims. She won the 400 IM. She went 155 in the 200 free, uh, 154 maybe. <clears throat> so she had a really great meet. And now she's just popping off incredible yards times at, at random age group meets, meaning she's in a good place. Now, we had some comments, as we always do when Katie Ledecky basically does anything that <clears throat> going to Stanford and training with Greg Meehan was a mistake for her career. I wholeheartedly disagree with this. And so let's break that down. She was training with Yuri Sugiyama at Nation's Capital when she made the Olympics in 2012. Won a gold medal there. Yuri then went to go be the assistant at Cal under Dave Durden and Bruce Gimmel took over the reins as Katie Ledecky's primary coach. She then trains with Bruce from 2012 to 2016, even takes a redshirt year in that 15-16 year, goes to the Olympics, breaks three world records, wins five gold medals, I think. She wins four, four individual gold medals, two or, sorry, three. The mile was not in the Olympics then. 200 free, 400 free, 800 free. She puts the world records in the 400 and 800 free at way up here, 356 and 804. That 804 record still stands today. No one has come close to it since. Not even Katie, really. And then she goes to Stanford. Trains at Stanford from 2016 to probably what was supposed to be 2020. Obviously, the pandemic affected that. And so she's at Stanford until 2021. So while at Stanford, she doesn't go at best time in the 400 free or the 800 free. Long course. She goes best times in the 500 yard freestyle. 400 IM. And mile. She goes her four best times in the mile in yards while at Stanford. And I find it ironic because she just broke, she just won a best time in the yards mile in the 1650 yard freestyle. And everyone's like, oh, oh, this means she's going long course best. This means she's in a good place. This is what we've been waiting for. This is a sign. Greg Meehan, you messed it up. But Anthony Nesty, he has put her on the right track again because she's got an American record in the 1650 freestyle. She went an American record 
in the 1650 freestyle at Stanford twice. And I'm guessing people had a similar reaction. I don't actually remember what people's reactions were to when she broke this record twice while at Stanford. <clears throat> However, uh, come on, guys. <laughs> I mean, you can't do it one way then and do it another way now. Uh, she went best times at Stanford. Not to mention, five months after she went for her 1503-3-1 for in, in the fall of 2017, which was the record that stood until she just broke it yesterday. She broke the world record in the 1500 meter freestyle. That's long course. She went 1520.48 at a pro swim <clears throat> while she was at Stanford. Fun fact that I love sharing with people. I filmed her at a practice the week before that. It's the most incredible practice I've ever filmed. Uh, she went 309, 306, 303 on 3300s descend, long course on 330. Think about that. Um, and then a week later, she goes to a pro swim and breaks a world record in the mile. <clears throat> she also went 357 in the 400 free at that meet. She had a good meet. She, she was on. So all of this is, sorry, all of this is just proof to me that, that going to Stanford was not a mistake. That Greg Meehan knows what he's doing. Uh, she didn't go best times in the 400, 800 meter freestyle. It's true. Did she go best times in other events? Yes. Uh, so did she get better overall as an athlete while at Stanford? Yes. And I, you can watch the last five minutes to, to view my argument on that one. But I think it's really unfair when people say, oh, well, this person didn't go best times under this coach, and therefore it was a mistake to go to this coach. Because A, you can become a better athlete without having gone best times. And B, it's not always about just swimming. Um, Katie Ledecky is a human being. First and foremost, we talk about her a lot as an athlete. Uh, <laughs> I'm certainly guilty of that. It is my job. However, we have to remember that these are human beings. These are people that are just like you and me. They have skin, they have hair, they have feelings. And they have lives. Katie Ledecky is not going to swim forever. And she's going to do things afterwards that are probably unrelated to swimming because newsflash, Katie Ledecky has interests outside of swimming. You, some people were like, oh, Katie Ledecky doesn't need a degree. She doesn't need a job. Like she can coast on swimming for the rest of her life, which she probably could. But when you get a Sanford degree, A, it probably means you have interests outside of the sport that you do and want to pursue things that are intellectually stimulating to you outside of the sport that you're really good at. And B, it means <laughs> that you probably, you might want to 
make a living that's um, a little more profitable than doing swim clinics and going around the world showing your gold medals to people. Nothing wrong with that. And Kato Decky will probably do that at a lot of different events. However, she got a Stanford degree. <clears throat> uh, she might even pursue a doctorate degree later. Um, she's talked to us about some of the research and some of the, the internships and work she's done outside of swimming. She, she's got a really good head on her shoulders and she went to Stanford because it's one of the best academic institutions in the world. And she wanted to learn there for, in subjects that are not related to a pool and swimming up and down it. So we have to remember that you go to a college because it's a good fit. You go to a college because you trust the academics as well as the coach. If, if you're a swimmer, if you're an athlete, really. So Katie Ledecky probably chose Stanford for a myriad of reasons, one of which was Greg Meehan, who I'm guessing she will tell you was probably a great coach to her who she probably learned a lot from and who she probably became a better athlete under. Now, is she going to go best times <laughs> with Anthony Nasty? She already has. Is she going to go long course meter best times in the 400 and 800 freestyle under Anthony Nasty? Maybe. If she does, will Anthony Nasty get the credit for that? Definitely. As he should. But will Greg Meehan have had a role in that? I think so. Because he trained her for five years. I mean, if Katie Ledecky goes best times in those events this summer, Anthony Nasty will have had Katie Ledecky for two years. D did he completely form and mold the athlete that Katie Ledecky is in those two years? Get real. All right, that's my soapbox. <laughs> that's my soapbox for for Stanford and Greg Meehan. So let's just talk. Let, let's just end this <clears throat> with those long course meter best times. Kayla Decky is eight oh four seven from two thousand sixteen at those Rio Olympics in the eight hundred freestyle. She was fifteen twenty from that pro swim in Indianapolis in two thousand eighteen <clears throat> in the long course fifteen hundred meter freestyle, and she's three fifty six from those Rio Olympics in the 400 meter freestyle. Is going 1501.4 in the short course 1650 yard freestyle proof that she's ready to go long course meter bests? No, <clears throat> I, I do not think that it's proof that she will. Do I think she will? I think she can. It seems like she's ready. It seems like, she, uh, once again, she's kind of back to that place that we're used to seeing Katie Ledecky in, which, by the way, is like an impossibly hard place to maintain because Katie Ledecky just swims fast any time in the season, and especially for a distance swimmer, someone who swims her events, which are longer and therefore really hard to go fast times in, I mean, she's she's set the bar even higher in in-season swimming than I think she has at championship-level swimming. Like, as in, I don't think we'll ever see an athlete do what she's done in-season 
for 10 years like Katie Ledecky has done it. Because anytime, the reality is anytime I go to a pro swim, like an in-season meet where people are just kind of like figuring out their race strategies for the season and tuning up, Katie Ledecky could break a world record. And we don't even know. I don't even know she knows. She knows if she's going to break a world record. She doesn't tell us though. She doesn't like, you know, give you the signal that's like, hey, look out for this one. We just have to be there and then freak out when it happens and then scramble to like ask her intelligent questions. Sometimes I do that. Sometimes it's like, how'd that happen? <laughs> Cause I'm still like, what the, how does she do this? So long course meter bests this summer. I think she looks really good in the distance events. I think if she goes a long course meter best this summer, it's going to be in that 1500. Again, her best time is from a pro swim and it, her aerobic conditioning just looks stellar. And in the year prior to an Olympic games, that's the focus. I think, especially for an athlete like her, who is a, a professional and be a distance specialist and see at Florida, <laughs> they get their aerobic work in, right? You set that, you hear a lot of coaches talk about this. You build that base in the year before the Olympics. And then it's kind of like the whole year leading up to the Olympics. It's not that you're, it's not that you're not training. It's not that you're tapering certainly, but you're kind of honing in. You're kind of working off of that base that you built the year before. So you're still doing aerobic work. I'm sure they're still going to work really hard. But it's not quite, it's, it's probably not going to be quite as aerobically focused as this past year is uh, because they're going to build a really big base this year and then they're just going to chip away at that all of next year. So if she does go a best time in long course meters at world championships this summer, I think it's going to be in the mile. As we saw, she can go best time in the mile anytime. At, even at some age group meet down the road. Uh, and so I think, I think the 400 and 800, it's not quite there yet. And I think her and Nessie are going to save that for next year. I think she's going to try to be at her absolute best in Paris. In those events specifically, even if that hurts the mile a little bit, because Katie Ledecky could add five or 10 seconds in the mile and still easily win a gold medal. Not that I think that they're going to try to do that. Not that I think she necessarily will, but I think for her to win gold medals, for her to win a gold medal in the 400 meter freestyle, she's got to be on. She has to be nearly perfect in that event because her competition is is the most competition she's ever had in an individual event at an Olympic games. So I, I don't, I think she's kind of done with the tuner freestyle. I would love to see her swim it. I hope she does individually, but I think she's going to trade that for the mile. Honestly, I think she's going to focus on winning three individual gold medals in the four, eight and mile. And I think to, to be really good, in that 400 freestyle, she just has to be on. So those are my predictions. I think she goes the best time in the mile this summer. I think she is really good in the 400 and the 800. 
I don't think she wins the 400 this summer at Worlds. I think she absolutely wins the 800. And then next year, Paris 2024, we're going to see her really pop off in that four and eight. I think she gets, I think she gets back to Rio form, maybe even goes some best times. So thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for going on this journey, this Katie Ledecky journey with me. Uh, what a swim by Ledecky. There are a lot of other great swims this weekend. If you didn't catch them, head to Swim Swam to check them all out. Seriously, there was a ton. There was a 13-year-old boy who also went like 15 minutes in the mile. So pretty crazy. We, we would love to see a Ledecky versus uh, Mihatovic duel. Um, but, you know, we probably never will, but that's okay. Um, but anyway, happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend and see you next time.